You're listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. We pray that as you hear this word, you would be encouraged and inspired as you pursue Jesus in your everyday life. Good morning. Listen to these words that Paul wrote to the believers in Rome. But where sin increases, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I'm going to read that again because we've kind of begun in in the middle of a thought that Paul is writing. So here we go. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the beginning chapter 6, Paul asks this question, which he then quickly answers. Here we go. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died died to sin once for all but the life he lives he lives to God now in the same way in the same way count yourselves dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus amen is that not good news That is good news, okay? It is good, good news. So I'm gonna gonna share a few words with you guys and then we're gonna gonna baptize some people this morning. Anybody happy about that? All right, so here's what I wanna do before, before I begin to share. I wanna say if you're a Roots kid in the house this morning and you want a better view of baptisms and your parents say it's okay okay don't forget that part your parents have to say it's okay you can come forward okay and find some space right up here on the floor 
and, and get a good look at what's going to go on. So if your parents say it's okay, you Roots kids come forward. Now to the rest of you in the house, what this means is maybe you can find a seat that you haven't been able to find so far this morning, okay? Uh, and, and, and so if you've got empty seats beside you, I'm going to ask you guys to snuggle up, okay? Get close, even if they're, you know, new to you or whatever, and just make some room because we got, we got people standing looking for somewhere to sit. By. Maybe if you got empty seats by you, just put your hands up, okay? If you got, put two hands up, put four, or two, two fingers, sorry, two fingers, four fingers, one finger, whatever you might have, okay? Help people out here. Um, Roots Kids, it's good to see ya. Okay, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually get down here, okay? Uh, camera, you're gonna just have to follow. Um, welcome everybody online watching with us today. Uh, before, before we go into baptizing people, because I wanted to tell you a bit about what the Bible says about baptism, and part of that is what John just read to us. Hey, kiddos, 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 right here. I'm going to talk to you guys, and everybody else can listen. Does that sound okay today? Yeah, that works for you? Okay. So rest of you, I'm talking to these guys. I hope that you can follow along and connect, okay? Um, the Bible tells us about baptism that it's, it's sort of like two really big stories in the Bible. There's a one story about Noah and the flood. Anybody know the story about Noah and the flood? Adults, you can raise your hands too if you know the story about Noah and the flood. All right, all right. The other story that it is compared to is like Jesus dying on the cross and raising from the dead. Who knows that story? Come on. Come on. It's a church. Jesus died on a cross and rose from the dead. You know that story? He knows it from school. That's a good school. Come on. So here's the deal, guys. Let's, let's talk about Noah and the flood, okay? What happened in the story of Noah and the flood? Can I get Kelly's microphone? Can we get that? Can you, can you run the mic to the kids? That'd be awesome. Tell us, Izzy, story about Noah and the flood. What happened? They got a flood and that from like a waterfall named by God, I yeah. think. Okay, so there was a flood. A flood. Was, that, was that basically a flood was sent by God? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, here, here is um, the question. Why? did God send the flood? Why, 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 why did God send the flood? Um, because to wash away all those, is the bad guys? Yeah, to wash away the bad guys. Okay, pretty much, you guys nailed it. We don't have to do anything else here. I'm just gonna talk a little bit about that, okay? So the Bible tells us that, 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 that sin entered the world, right? And then we know the story, Cain kills Abel, but the very next story is that mankind became so evil and so wicked that God was sad that he had even made them. That means it must have been really bad, okay? Yeah, like a villain, exactly. A bunch of villains all over the world. And 
And, and what he said he's going to do is he said, I'm going to wash the earth with a big flood. And I'm going to wash away all the evil and all the wickedness. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep just a, a few. And I'm going to save them in this boat called the ark. Right? And I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to start fresh. And what the Bible tells us is that baptism is like that, where God washes away the evil and it says we get to start fresh with a clear conscience before God. Do you guys know what a clear conscience is? It means you don't feel guilty anymore. You don't feel ashamed anymore. And all that stuff's done away with. The other story that he, the Bible says it's like is like Jesus dying on the cross, going into a tomb, and being raised from the dead. You guys know that story, right? All right, all right. So why, why did Jesus die on the cross? We got lots of hands here. People to save to the world. To save the world, to save people, yeah. And why, and why, why, why did he, why, why else did he die? What was going on in, in that death? Well, like, people hated him and like wanted to kill him. People hated him and wanted to come. People hated the best person to ever live on the earth and wanted to kill him. That's crazy. Anybody else got some thoughts? He died to, to what? To war. Anybody? That help anybody? To, to save the world. To save the world, yeah. To save the world from what, though? What did we need to be saved from? From sin. From sin. Yeah. And so, so Jesus, when he dies on the cross, he's dying for sin. Is he dying for his sin or our sin? Our sin. Jesus never sinned. Jesus lived the perfect life. Okay? So he died to forgive us of our sin. And then after he dies, what did they do with his body? Amen. They put his body in a tomb. And just a few days later, something amazing happened. What happened just a few days after he dies and they put him in the tomb? He rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. Come on. Yeah. Good time to clap, church. Good time to clap. So, so when he rose from the dead after listen right he died for our sins they put him in the grave and then he rose from the dead now here's where it gets really maybe this might be a tricky question okay um but but we'll see why did he raise from the dead why did he raise from the dead because uh, uh he, he he wanted to uh he it's because he wanted to save his people. Totally, because he wanted to save his people. Why else? Anybody else got some thoughts on that? Why did he raise from the dead? Because he was Jesus and the Lord was with him. Because he's Jesus and God was with him. The Lord was with him. Yes. Malachi. Because the Lord can do anything. Because the Lord can do anything. Come on. And you know, you know what he can do? He can defeat sin and death and guilt and shame. 
Jesus' love and Jesus' righteousness. I know that's a big word. I don't have a better one for you right now. And Jesus' grace was too strong that sin and death couldn't hold him. Okay? Now, who, who in the house, adults, you can join in on this one. Who in the house remembers the first words that John read to us when he read the scripture this morning? Where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more, right? What does that mean? That means that, 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 that the grace of God is bigger, is better, is stronger than our sin. And in the same way that sin was all over the earth and a flood came and washed the earth, there's a flood of grace to flood over you and wash over you when you come to God and say, I've sinned and I need your forgiveness, Jesus. There's a flood of grace that's bigger. How big do you think all that water that covered the earth was compared to the people? Which one's bigger? God and the flood, right? All that water. There was way more water. What does that mean? That means that there's nothing. Hear me, anybody who hears my voice right now. There is nothing too wicked, too evil, too horrible that you can do in your life or that can be done to you that is any match for the grace of God. The grace of God is greater. The grace of God is stronger. The grace of God is better. To wash you clean of sin, of guilt, of shame. He defeats death itself. And you see, when we do this thing called baptism, you're going to watch. You're going to see an action that Jesus invites us into and to do that displays to us. That is love and his righteousness and his grace and his life win okay yes uh, this is and i have another question from this dying uh it's because the, the people were about to die with him and he would them to stay on earth. Yeah, he wanted to save them from death, right? That's it, guys. There's like, there's so much more I could say about this. You guys know I like to preach, okay? But uh, we're going to leave it, leave it here for right now. And guys, what do you think we're going to do next? Who, who, who here thinks what's going to happen next? Go back to our, go to our last not yet, not yet, almost, almost. We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch something first, okay? Baptism. Yeah, we're gonna see some people get baptized, okay? Now, 
There's, as far as I know, four people being baptized this morning, okay? If, if you have stir in your heart, I got I to gotta get right with God today. I got to be baptized. We don't really like to stop people from doing that around here. And so if you would like to, you can come and connect with me or connect with Charlotte or, um, you know, just say, hey, me too. And we'll have a little chat and we'll, we'll take from there, okay? Um, but there's four people being baptized and there's a lot more people in the room today than four people, okay? So I have a job for the rest of you when people are getting baptized today. Does anybody have a guess what that job is? Anybody? What do you think the job is? Because uh, we're, talk, uh, we, we're talking about... <laughs> We're talking about your job. Your job to do when people get baptized. Praying for them. Pray for them. Yes. Pray for them, church. Okay. Wisdom. Pray for them. What else could we do? Send them a video. Send them a video. We could send them a video. What else? Abigail. Treat them nicely. Treat them nicely. Yes. Yes. Um, thank them. Thank them. Yeah. There was, there was an answer from the front row here. I'm going to ask them, too. Cheer. For the- Cheer. The Bible, the Bible tells us that when one, when just one sinner repents from their sin and turns to God, all of heaven celebrates. They go, yes! They shout. They cheer. They dance. They throw a party. Church, your job today is to party. Your job today is to shout, to clap, to say, yay, God, amen, whatever, whatever naturally comes out of you for the most part, uh, you know. But, uh, yeah. Okay? Right. So, Jay Lynn, I just have a few questions for you, okay? First question. Why are you being baptized today? Because God keeps telling me to, saying it every day, to, like, tell me to get baptized. Well, that's a good reason. So God's been speaking right to your heart, telling you to get baptized. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, I just have another question for you, okay? Have you confessed of your sin before God and is Jesus your Lord and Savior? Yes, he is. Come on, church. You're supposed to get excited about that. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to do a really special something here. Your parents are going to be a part of it, okay? And they're going to grab you by the arms and put a hand behind your back and they're going to they're going to make sure you come up out of the water after all this. Okay, don't you worry. But this, this Jaylin, is just like we talked about. That your whole like person, who you are, the old sinful self is going on the cross with Jesus. And in the grave, when you come up, it's a whole new life. It's a life where you're united with Jesus and he's the boss, right? Lord and Savior, okay? So we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Come on, church. All right, all right. Hope, why are you being baptized today? Um, so 
for a while I felt that I like had a connection with God that I have to like commit my life to him so then I chose today to get baptized it's a good reason it's a good reason have you confessed for God that you have sinned and is the Lord and Savior of your life yeah well that's enough it's enough for us okay Hannah, you come around. Hannah, you come around this side with Daniel. You guys all get down on this. Is that okay with you, Hope? Hope. Hope you seem happy. Sort of. You know, happy tears. Happy tears. So we baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Haley, why are you being baptized today? Well, um, the first time that Hannah said that we were going to get baptized, um, it didn't really, like, click. I was like, oh, well, I don't know. I guess I won't go. And then she said it again the next week. And then, so I prayed about it. And then, like, the first thing that God said was now. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do what you say. And because we're moving next year, I thought that I would want to be a new person when I move and just leave the old person behind and be a new person when I leave. That is a beautiful picture. It's like you move from one kingdom to another is one of the ways the Bible puts it. Can I, guys, I get the idea like Jesus is Lord in the lives of these teenagers. Would anybody agree it sounds like that? Okay. So I'm still going to ask you. Have you confessed your sin before God and is Jesus your Lord and Savior? Well, then we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go for it. Misty, why are you being baptized today? That is a long story. <laughs> is it okay if I tell it? Okay. All right. Okay. Try not to drop it. So, um... I am being baptized today because of a wound that I've walked with for 20 years. 20 years ago, I had a, a, a longing to know God, and I landed in a church, and in that church, I learned about grace, and I learned about compassion, and I learned about mercy, and I learned about a loving Father. And that was so encouraging for me because at that time, I was walking in a life that wasn't um, looked upon with great favor. Um, and unfortunately, uh, I was sent out from that church with the message that I was unredeemable and that uh, I was unforgivable by God and that I could never walk with so for the next 10 years, I walked every day loving Jesus, loving my father, and believing that he did not love me back. And then I met my husband, and he, he knew my pain, and on our walk together, we connected um, with an event, and that weekend I heard a uh, song, Blessed Be, 
your name by Matt Redman. And as the words poured over me, I heard God speak to me and he said, I have always loved you. I have never left you and you will always be mine. But those other words that I was unredeemable, unforgivable, unwanted, they were stronger and they just, I couldn't trust. And then I got sick. Um, and then I got sicker. And the impact on our daily life was so great, we ended up going to a healing event that I did not realize was being put on by a Jesus focused Catholic healing ministry and at that event I I reconnected with Jesus and I was he God told me you need to get with the church family again and you need to start to walk with me and so that was how I ended up at Life Tree <laughs> because of some of the beautiful souls from Life Tree who I'd met I just thought okay these people they seem really great they seem really amazing and so I, it felt like a safe place to begin again. Um, and then I got sicker. <laughs> uh, I was in pain all day, every day with migraines. And so um, I woke with them, I slept with them, I worked with them. Uh, but because I was at Life Tree, I also prayed with them. And I worshipped with them. And I read the Bible with them. And... I came deeper into my walk with Jesus with them and because of them. And more than once, I was ready to end my life because the pain was too great and I couldn't keep going. But I couldn't because Jesus was there. <laughs> Through this series on identity, I was shown that I have been walking as one who is unforgivable, unredeemable, unwanted, even though, even though my, my head knows different, my heart just could not get there. And two weeks ago, it, it did. And so I am being baptized today because in Jesus, I am redeemed. And I am forgiven. And he wants me. <laughs> so it sounds like Jesus literally saved your life. Come on. Have you confessed your sin before God? And is Jesus your Lord and Savior? I have. Well, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on, church. Come on. Just had this thing I'm carrying in my heart that I feel to just speak to you and and then we're going to facilitate another baptism. And the invitation will stand for, for any else who want to come and have a chat. Uh, 
depending on our level of connection with you, we'll probably dictate the length of the chat. But, uh, but you know, anyway. I just had stirring in my heart as we've been singing the final words of what John read to us this morning. The final words of what John read to us this morning is consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God. And, and, and there is this, this, this invitation that everything we've been hearing about in the gospel this morning, that there's a power to actually be able to consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God. Now that may be a weird way to say it for some people, but, but think of it in these terms with me for a minute. If, if a person is married to someone, and there is some sort of major relational fallout, and they end up divorced. That person may say of their spouse who they have severed relationship with and never talked to ever again, they're dead to me. They're dead to me. Because every bit of connection and relationship that they had is severed. And in many ways, if you consider yourself dead to them, when they come to talk to you, nothing. When they come to want to take you on a date or something, nothing. You consider yourself dead to them. And the invitation is consider yourself dead to sin, but alive to God. There is a power in the gospel to do that. And what would, if the, if the dead to them is like no relationship, alive to God means what? Simple, guys. Relationship, union. It's like getting remarried. You unite your life to God and to His righteousness and to His grace and to His ways. You sever relationship with sin and unite to God. Now, now, Paul's very familiar with the fact that we still sin. But there's this power to be able to consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God. And that's what you're being invited to today, whether you've been baptized before or haven't been baptized. If you've been baptized before, the power of that statement is available to you as much as you believe the truth of the gospel, that his sacrifice was enough, that his resurrection testifies to that he wins. Consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God. Amen? So, Annalise, why are you being baptized today? Um, when I saw everyone get baptized, I was like super shaky, and I knew if I didn't do it, I was like... I don't know, I felt really sick, and I felt like I really should. Sounds like Jesus is Lord of the lives of teenagers in the house. Ah. You were born. I knew what God said about you, that you were very sensitive to him in the spirit. So your act today of being sensitive to what God's putting on your heart in obedience and saying yes, you're just fulfilling part of just who God says you are. And we are so proud of you to listen to that 
what you feel in your spirit. You might not have words, but we are so proud of you that you're saying yes to Jesus. doesn't normally cry. I'm usually the crier in the family. She makes fun of me during a Disney movie when I have a tear. <laughs> she always has. Neither one of us have wanted to pressure our kids to do this. I used to be a youth pastor and I thought I knew what I was doing and now I have no clue because I'm a parent. <laughs> And I pressured lots of kids before, probably, just because of whatever. And I just don't want to pressure my kids. And, uh, now you just pray. You just keep praying. And this is one of many steps for all of us. I just want to pray. Maybe can I pray for all of us? Because, <laughs> God, we, just, we, we need you to help us on our journey every step. And we want to be faithful to you, God, on every step. And we want to make the way so others can be in this place, God, too. And I know, God, there's lots of people that you want to have follow you in this way. I know, God, this is on your heart. That you want to sweep across our city and over our land. And you want to see our um, people back singing you, the, the multitude praising you. And I thank you, God, for convicting my daughter. We need you to continue to convict us of our sin, Holy Spirit, because that's what you do to help us find you. So we just thank you, God, and uh, just pray for all the parents, God, that we keep knowing how to raise our kids, <laughs> to, to give them the freedom, but also, God, give you the permission so that you can come in. So thank you for this day, God. So Annalise. Have you confessed your sins before God and is Jesus your Lord and Savior? Yes. You're going to be here. So in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, we baptize you. Why do you want to be baptized today, Shwemi? Because um, when I moved to Canada, we went to this church and we had our friends over. And I was always hearing about these amazing things about God, but I never, I wasn't brave enough to do it. I was scared that I would make a mistake and that he wouldn't forgive me. So every time I saw people baptized, I wanted to do it. But I felt like I, I'd fail. I wouldn't do it properly. And then I moved to Victoria back with my friends. I see people getting baptized, and I just know that they want to be with God, and they want to do it too. So I need to decide to get baptized. Do you know that He forgives you of all the sin you've ever done and anything you may do in your future? Yes. That's good. That's good. So you confess that you have sinned, and you know that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? Yes. And we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Why do you want to be baptized today, Sarah? Because um, I used to think God wasn't real and I had doubts about Him. But then on Friday at youth group, 
I finally like felt his presence, that he was with me and loved me. And yeah. Come on. And he's just compelling you to make this step, huh? Yeah. So do you confess your sins before God and do you know that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? Yes. That's enough. We baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. It's a good day. This is a good day. Come on. Oh, this, I'm like, it was like, well, go close it out. I'm like, okay. Oh, it's good. I just, I just want to encourage you, if you... Um, this morning, you've sort of been like maybe feeling the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart, but you're a bit like, this is a bit much for me. Um, you can just come and talk to us after. We'd love to just have that conversation with you if you want to know a bit more of what this is about or you feel like the Holy Spirit speaking, but, but, the, but this is just a bit much. We'd love to talk with you and talk with you about baptism and, and with less people in the room, we can still baptize you. It still counts. Um, so I just want to encourage you that that's okay. And we'd love to talk with you. And you haven't missed your moment. You haven't, like, missed the, missed the moment with Jesus. You can still be baptized. Um, so let's just pray. And then I'm just going to release you to pick up your kids. There's people here who want to pray with you. If you've got stuff going on in your life, maybe not related to baptism, that's okay. We want to pray and talk with you about that, too. And if you've joined us online and you have questions or questions about baptism, we want to talk to you. You can email the office. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for the party going on in heaven right now, celebrating what has happened here this morning. And we as witnesses just say yes and amen to every old life that has been left behind this morning. And we just thank you, Jesus, that you truly do make all things new. And we just speak a special blessing and release over each, each adult and child and teenager that got baptized today. And we just say more, Jesus, that they would just be more aware of your presence in their life, that you would continue speaking to them, continue revealing yourself to them, Jesus. And God, help us as your church now to walk faithfully with them, coming alongside, spurring them on, encouraging them in their walks with you. And we just say, yes, Jesus, come and do what only you can do in your church, in our hearts, in our lives. We love you. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. At Life Tree, we are a family all about declaring and displaying Jesus to transform lives and benefit our city. If you'd like to find out more about Lifetree, you can find us online at lifetree.ca.